Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Paul Lawrence Van. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast. Glad that you could be with me, and I'm honored to be with you today. I hope that you are doing great. It's always wonderful to check in on one another, and today I'm doing a checkup on you. Today's episode is all about the money mindset. And the money mindset is so important primarily because it is the foundation upon which we make great decisions uh, when it comes to our wealth. Now, mind you, our mantra is wealth is more than just money. And we're going to stick with that because it's so important to understand. We know we have basic needs that we need to take care of monetarily. And then after that, we get those uh, debts paid off. And then we start to look at saving money and doing other things. And that's what this particular episode is all about. Again, Wealth Academy podcast is all about you, the listener, and all of the countries that we're currently uh, have subscribers and people are listening uh, to this particular podcast. And our goal is number one, to add value to the listener and to the Wealth Academy community. And uh, if you have any questions, of course, you can reach out to me uh, by email at info at paulvanspeaks.com. That's I-N-F-O at P-A-U-L-V-A-N-N-S-P-E-A-K-S.com. Uh, many of you may know that I'm an international speaker, also a trainer, coach, as well as an author. Uh, two times number one international uh, best-selling author. So with further ado, I'm going to go into this particular episode, which focuses on the money mindset. Ready? set. Here we go. So when we look at uh, a money mindset, I'm going to share with you one of my experiences uh, over the years involving money, of which I've always been around it since the age of 10 when I first started working for my parents' uh, grocery store. And all the way up until uh, the time I retired from the military, I was always involved with money, either managing money, budgeting money, providing cost analysis for uh, acquisition programs, you name it, I've done it. But then there came this opportunity to go on uh, Channel 9 WUSA, a local television station in Washington, D.C., on a show called Mind Over Money. And I would come in along with some other financial experts, and we would talk about ways that people could overcome uh, the great a recession at the time. So we're talking about 2008, 2009 in that time frame. Well, one of the things that I talked about was the fact that uh, people need to set goals. Now, even though a lot of people were going through job losses, mortgage foreclosure, being sued by credit card companies, they still needed to establish a foundation going forward because there's nothing that they could do about the past. And so that's when that mindset comes into play, that person has to sit down and assess, 
I need to make a change and I need to make that change now. And so uh, what I have people to do uh, today is to set some goals. And uh, one of the goals, of course, is to get out of debt as quick as possible. Pay off all the debts, credit card debts. If you can find a way to pay off your mortgage, pay it off. A car loan, pay it off. Student loans, pay it off. And accelerate the payments. And you will, as I always say, thank yourself for it later. Because the more uh, one keeps a line of credit uh, that have a loan, personal loan or credit cards, you're paying more interest over time, which means it's going to take you longer to pay it off. The credit card issuer or the, the institution that provided you with the personal loan, they're going to make their money and they're going to make a lot more of it with extended uh, payback periods. And so just as it was with the Great Recession, uh, one could even go further to say the Great Depression back in 2008. Uh, it's very current today with COVID-19. Uh, there, there are a lot of similarities. The only difference is, is that uh, it looks like the companies and businesses uh, that had to shutter because of this deadly virus and pandemic, they had no choice. And so uh, now here we find ourselves with a similar situation. But first of all, when we look at having that money mindset is to set a goal for what you want to achieve uh, in the first month, six months down the line, 12 months, just make a projection. You don't, it's not going to be perfect, but at least it's a starting point and stick to it. Have that part of that goal to stick with it uh, because that's the most important part. And what, what it means is that one has to consciously uh, sit down, get a ledger, and look exactly where one is today. What are your assets? What are your debts? Subtract the debts from the asset and you have your net worth. And that's your starting position at this very moment. And then once you do that as a part of your goals, you want to uh, take some action. And you, the best way to start paying off the debt is to take the lowest uh, bill that you have and pay that off. And if it's a credit card attached to that, just simply get an envelope, put that card in that envelope and have a little safe deposit box at home. Uh, you can leave it there. And then you go to the next bill, the lowest, and pay that off. You pay off the other accounts as well, make the monthly payments, but take the lowest one and put all the concentration on that. And that's, of course, in addition to your, if you have a lease for an apartment or if you have a mortgage for a home, whatever it may happen to be, you're making that payment. Then your food, your transportation. And just take the time and take that action step to achieve the goal number one of paying off all of your debts. That's most important because it gives you more control and you're going to feel better about yourself. And then you're going to have to make this decision not to feel too comfortable that you start using the cars and say, well, you know, I'll use this car to make this purchase. It's not that much because you want to get off of that hamster wheel 
of constantly paying that when you can take that same money that you're paying on things that you really don't need and put it in a savings account or an emergency fund. And you want to start doing that, that, that would be some of the next steps. And all of this leads to you just simply making some good decisions. I've always stated that uh, out, we receive the results based on the decisions that we make in life. And that holds true for everyone, whether it's a good decision or a bad decision. But we have to take that position that we are going to make some good decisions. And then we're going to do what? We're going to execute our plan. So we have a blueprint that starts with a goal. And then we have the action steps to achieve the goals. And then this is all based on good decisions and then the execution of the plan. Execution is not a negative word if you're becoming debt-free. <laughs> so that's, that's the position that uh, we want to be in. And so when we look at uh, mind over money, when we go back to that show, I talked about uh, people at that time, there was a lot of mortgage foreclosures taking place. And so I encourage people to first reach out to their lender, whomever it happens to be, if it's a bank or another uh, financial lending institution that covers the mortgage and have a conversation with them and just let them know what your situation is and that you're working to try to resolve it as quick as possible. And then when it comes to situation where you don't have that job, then perhaps uh, you can get them to give you that window where you don't have to pay for 90 days. So that's about three months. And perhaps over time, the company you work for may reopen, or if you're an entrepreneur, business starts picking back up. So there are many ways of doing that, but that loan modification is, is one of the keys and a lot of that happened. And um, so what happened with that mortgage? So if we looked at the lease, I know during COVID-19, there's a grace period where they gave people that they did not have to pay their leases back for a certain period of time. And now that we're about seven or eight months into this, roughly seven, I believe, that uh, those are being no longer being waived. They want people to start back paying. I have the example of a university. And uh, what happened, the students were not allowed to go on campus and the apartments that they had signed a contract with, or most in cases their parents signed, they would still have to pay that even though they could not go on campus because of the pandemic. And so my first thought was someone needs to talk to the, first of all, the school leadership. They need to talk to the property management companies and work out a resolution through a member of Congress so that they have no choice of their own, no fault of their own. They can't go on campus, they're at home working online and uh, that should be a waiver or grace period until this is all resolved because you don't wanna go on campus and stay in that apartment complex and increase the amount of infections and perhaps fatalities. But it's something to consider, something as, as fundamental as that. There's a pandemic, this is an unusual situation, and there's no way you can go to that school because you don't wanna have the risk of uh, being a fatality 
uh, based on a property management company needing the money. And yeah, they definitely need the money, but this is an unusual time frame, unusual period. So you want to take some action uh, when it came to credit cards and people were being sued by the lender, could have been uh, Visa, MasterCard, American Express, whatever it happened to be. And they will sue you and you have to go before a judge and somehow work out the payments. And then after you work out the payments, uh, then over time that will come off of your records because you, you did come in with that agreement. But before all of that happens, it's better to contact the uh, lender and just let them know that you'll work out some terms to, to pay the uh, debt back, which leads to this, as I stated, making good decisions is to, it's okay to get credit cards, but it's also good not to use them all the time and just use them for the things you actually really need as opposed to just things you want because we have marketed to such an aggressive level on television, radio, um, and the uh, magazines, newspapers, you name it, social media. And oftentimes people have the impulse purchases. So a person sees something, oh, I want that, or I want this. And, and that leads to bad choices and uh, paying back the, the uh, money that is old can be get to be a very, very uh, big challenge. So when it comes to that money mindset, keep in mind that you and I have a lot of power and our power resides in our mind and in our heart. And if we stay focused on why we exist and our purpose in life, and we apply and add our passion to it, that we should all live wealthy lives. And wealthy lives is more than just the dollars and cents. It's, it's also about having good relationships with people, uh, business, um, family, community, etc. And then uh, what we also want to do is to ensure that uh, we have a good positive outlook on life. And by controlling our impulses, especially when it comes to money and credit cards and and other things such as that, uh, it's important that we live within our means, meaning that we don't have to try to compare ourselves to anyone else because someone else has a nice foreign import vehicle doesn't mean that's what we need. Basically what that means is they have a lot of debt <laughs> and you're in a gated community where people have a, like a mansion or mini mansion, they're in a lot of debt. And if they haven't paid that, pay cash for it, then what looks like a great shiny object may not be so great. The person may be under pressure and stress because they have to make all of these payments and they lose their mind because they've been trying to keep up with someone else. But we don't have to be that way. We just have to live within our means and uh, we only need one vehicle transportation to get go somewhere and return. Uh, just need a roof out over our head. We don't have to uh, try to do like people do in the movies or on television. And uh, I know in the book, The Millionaire Next Door, which I've read several times, is that uh, when you find a millionaire, 
it's typically not in a gated community, but in an average neighborhood, it could be a plumber or could be electrician. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a doctor because doctors and for, as an example, lawyers have a lot of uh, tuition that they're paying back for their particular profession. So even though they have the title, they may not necessarily have the money to go with it because they have huge fees if they're independently operating. And, and so there are a lot of things that people have to think about and consider uh, before they're trying to live that quote unquote Hollywood lifestyle. So be who you were created to be. And that's a per person who's on fire, who has passion for living and living within their means. And uh, I always use the example that um, a person who has money in the bank, uh, the compound interest, even though the interest rate is not what they used to be, still over time, if you keep adding money and adding money over five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years, you can be a millionaire. And then you take some of that money, invest it in some real estate, invest some in the stock market, and uh, over time, and 401k plans, and over time, uh, you'll be in a much, much better position, uh, better than one that you're chasing these uh, dreams of, of uh, the Hollywood lifestyle. And everyone can't live that lifestyle. Some people do, in fact, have a lot of money, but if they have a lot of money and their money mindset is not uh, solid, not stable, then they, they have a great chance they're going to lose that. That's one reason why people who win the lottery, most of the time they end up bankrupt because it's all the things they want and they're not addressing the things that they really need. And uh, so you can't drive two vehicles at one time. You can't live in two houses at one time. So uh, one, one has to really take into account um, refining and defining their money mindset. So this is going to end this particular episode. Uh, and this one, is involving money mindset. And I know this is a very basic, but you know, in life, it's the simple things. I saw, I provided a post the other day on Facebook that stated, keep life simple. K-L-S. And that's what I share with you today. Keep life simple. When we have our money mindset, don't forget to set goals. Get about 10 goals, monetary goals that you want to set for yourself. Then apply the action step to achieve those goals behind it. And then this is all going to be based on uh, the making good decisions. And then finally, for good execution, carrying out the plan. If you have a family, sit down, have that money talk, lay out a plan. This is the blueprint that we're going to have to help our family, not only today, but to create that generational wealth. And that's really uh, what it's all about to have our best life uh, is to ensure that those people in our family are taken care of even when we're gone. So this is going to end this session of Wealth Academy podcast. Again, uh, you can listen to all the episodes at www.wealthacademypodcast.com. If you have any questions of me, contact me at 800-341-6719. Again, I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van. My time is up and I thank you for yours. And I'll see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. We have an outstanding guest coming on and his name is Sanger D. Smith. And uh, Sanger 
is a financial advisor with Clear Fork Wealth Management and Private Wealth Advisory Practice of Ameriprise Financial Services. He's based out of Fort, Wa- Fort Worth, Texas, and I look forward to interviewing him and him sharing his expertise with you uh, on uh, investing, on wealth building, and much, much more. My time is up and I thank you for yours. Thank you for listening. You will find the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes. 